The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now I am delighted to be joined in studio by my next guest, as well as having a hugely successful musical career. He is well known for his incredible humour and wit on Twitter. James Blunt's new album, Who We Used To Be, is out now and has been described as very different and, quote-unquote, less miserable by none other than James Blunt himself. James, really? I'm lying, really. Misery sells, and there's a, there's, a, there's a bucket load of it in there, really. I've got a couple of dance tracks in there, a couple of more dancey ones, but I was recording in Ibiza in a studio, and the next door studio was, uh, was David Guetta, and I think maybe it was just, you know, it was rubbing off. Oh yeah, so right, this, he was it, he was rubbing off on this me. This is your tilt at a nice at a residency in Ibiza for the summer, isn't it? it? Exactly. <laughs> um, but you know, but but it's a really just I suppose a diverse album. I've got some upbeat stuff and I've got some low beat stuff. So I mean, would you describe it then as as very different from the albums that come before? Or no, I'm just saying that for marketing to make it sound interesting. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, this is kind of falls into <laughs> the marketing category. So, exactly. I mean, feel free to sell it. Yeah. Sell I mean, it I think James. you know, as a, a way of a heart. Let me. I suppose I would describe it as this. In that last year, I put out a, my greatest hits, which is bizarre for a guy who's only had one hit. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh, and you know, with that, my record deal came to an end, and I thought maybe it was the end of my career, and you know, that was that. And then. Atlantic Records, who I've always been signed to, called up and said they're signing me to another record deal, which was amazing for me, uh, painful for everyone else. But for me, it was a kind of release. And so I know that none of the songs on this album are going to go on my greatest hit. That exists. That's been flogged already. Oh, your volume two. And right? so, well, I don't know. So instead, these are all just bones tracks in my life. And with that, it means I don't have to really think about the record label or the audience or, you know, anything else. I can just write songs like I used to at the very beginning of my career from the heart. That's why it's called who we used to be really a kind of nostalgic feel of how where it started for me and so yeah these songs are just you know they're celebrations of where I am in my in my family life um the 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 lows along the the journey of life itself and yeah and diverse but very honest so is is there's less pressure is there on this like definitely in- you know, the albums, say, up to the greatest hits, I guess, was, was there like a sense of kind of building pressure? There's kind yeah. of an audience there. Yeah, I mean, I was always asked the question, do you feel pressure? And I always lie a little bit. No, there's no pressure. I mean, you know, I'm very lucky. I'd had a massive, massive first album. I'm um, huge, huge single with your beautiful, and, you know, which I'll never match. That's always going to be my biggest, most commercial success. But but also with that, if you're not trying to match that and you go, that's just set me off on, you know, an amazing journey, then, then I have been lucky enough to be able to enjoy it. But, you know, I felt the audience in the room that's the, the struggle and you know you can always sense them you know wanting something and, and the problem is if, if they're in the in your mind while you're writing a song some some of those people will want the song to be black and some of them want to be white and the, and the mush together is just a song that's just a bit, a bit grey whereas these songs are very much these songs are for me they're not for they're not for an audience you know I write them about my my private life about about my private experiences my thoughts my innermost thoughts fears hopes and that's the way I convey my emotion and hopefully, rather than looking into what's going on in my life, people will listen to the songs and go, yeah, I relate to that too, that I have, I'm going through the same kind of journey because, you know, you and me, we do have the same emotions, the same human emotion in, in us. Uh, I mean, was there any nervousness on behalf of the record label then when 
they heard you describe it that way? I mean, they're not a temptation for them to say, but James, you know, you had this model, right? And you played to that audience and you made money. And what's more important, James, we made money out of that. <laughs> I uh, I think... Like, you know, I like this idea that you're kind yeah, of speaking, totally. singing from the heart. But No, and I think, you know, record label really, they, you know, they're experienced enough to know that any musician who's really singing about real life experiences, those are the songs that an audience will, will gravitate towards because the audience can hear. So that's the funny thing. That's the irony is you spend your life trying to think what an audience might, might want to hear, but actually they, they don't. They just want you to tell the truth. Is there a temptation after you have a huge hit like You're Beautiful to kind of keep chasing the dragon and try and recreate it? Well, weirdly, I suppose, there's a kind of pressure to always try and come up with singles and the ra- record label always want you to just do something that sounds like it's on the radio, that sa- you know, sounds like the songs that are on the radio already. Which, if you do that, you're never going to sound like yourself. It's always going to sound like well, something was on nine months ago. It's not going to stand out from the crowd. Um, and, you know, so I've, I had the debate with them sometimes. Hey, look, you know, once upon a time, you're beautiful. Didn't sound like anything else on the radio. And they go, well, James, that was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got, um, I mean, this is a big week for you. So you have the album out today. Your book came out yesterday as well. Yep. Um, tell us about the book. Uh, I would ask people not to read it, please, um, uh, because it's filthy. And, you know, there is a common phrase, isn't there, that everyone everyone has at least one book in them. Yeah. I, I should have kept mine inside me. Inside yes. me. Uh, I shouldn't have put it out. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a kind of memoir. It's an, actually, it's a non-memoir because most of my memory is a little bit cloudy. It's uh, really based around, you know, that the drug-addled decade of the noughties, which, as you know, musically at least, was arguably possibly the best uh, decade known to mankind. Um, <laughs> uh, I the 90s was recently voted. No, the definitely the noughties. That's, uh, no, I don't know which, you know, anyway, you, some of these votes. <laughs> it's definitely the noughties. Classic <laughs> hits such as Crazy Frog and, and You're Beautiful. Uh, and, but yeah, the book is, I suppose where most people change the names to protect the innocent, I've kept the names the same and embellished the story. Oh, it's the worst. Kind of the worst like, possible outcome for kind, those kind of like many of our national newspapers uh, yes. in between our two two countries. Um, is there? Do you, do you feel a bit more naked with a book, given it is the first, compared to a new album? Yeah, I think um, you know, a song is a song, and a, uh, a song is just about you know an, an emotion, isn't it? And people can relate it to themselves. Whereas the book, are your own stories, and people aren't going to relate them to anyone because I'm a psychopath. Yeah, but I guess as well, you, you've got a. Um, you you've a, you have a fan base when it comes to the music, regardless. Yeah. You know? So any, yeah. Not to say we're gonna lose those. Not suggest that. Yeah. You know, we're gonna lose those because I think there's a sweet, innocent human being and. Yeah, anyway, I'm glad you haven't read it, actually, because otherwise this you probably... My bass player read, <laughs> read okay. a section the other day and I and he kind of started looking at me like, I don't know if I want to work with you anymore. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, because of what was in it? Yeah, I mean, nothing him? criminal. I'm not, going to, I'm not going to prison, don't worry. It's nothing like that. It's Certainly just, not yet. Yeah, just... No, okay. Just, yeah. It's just some weird stuff, um, you know. You've got a tour as well. Yeah, let's just change uh, this tack. I agree. It's about time Christmas. to change tack. Let's sell something else. But, but you're not coming to Ireland, though. No, or, the Irish. Mm. Uh, I haven't been invited to tour in Ireland because the Irish. Well, they just have good taste in music, um, so not invited here yet. But but who knows? You have your own Irish connection. Your wife. 
is the granddaughter Irish? of the Duke of Wellington. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The first Duke of Wellington. They are Irish. You know that? Yeah, totally. Just up the road I know. here is, is, so uh, funny. is the home he was They're all trying it. to get Irish passports now, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're all trying yeah, to clean their Irish blood now. Yeah, that yeah, first Duke of Wellington was quick to shrug it off. Absolutely. Now, they now they're in the, in the, yeah, totally. Crawling uh, back. Waving the flag, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I've been looking for my Irish blood in me as well. Um, do you enjoy the tour? I love touring. I have the most amazing time. I mean, I've got a I've got a band um, that I tour with. Thank God, because otherwise, it'd be just me and my miserable guitaring on my own. But I have a wonderful band. They are the rock stars I always wanted to be, um, and they give my show you know upbeat edge. Um, and, and it's a rocking show, and and it's great, great fun. And I sleep on the tour bus with sort of sixteen men, um, two tour buses, five trucks. We travel the world. The bus never runs out of beer, um, and we play a show, have an after party, and and drive off to the next city somewhere else in the world it's a blast uh, the self-deprecating thing how real is that now is that just a, a um, listen you know I think my songs because you've, you've kind of slated yourself about 15 times now in the last 8 minutes yeah yeah um I really love what I do. I love uh, I love the music that I put out. I don't listen to it, actually. I'm totally honest. Um, <laughs> I just listen to it once when I'm recording and I don't listen to it again. Uh, but no, I mean, I haven't... You know, it's a job I really love. I, I really do invest a lot of time and energy in the music I put out. I put all my heart into it. When I flog it to you, I'm not going to say this is the best thing in the world because, look, I'm not Bob Dylan. I'm not John Lennon. Um, do I write songs absolutely as honestly as I can with... And, and are some of them a little deeper than my shallow skin? Some of them are just a little touch deeper than than yeah. I am. Yeah, some of them I... Some songs I can I feel I can nail. Um, but what are we as musicians anyway? Why should we take ourselves so seriously? I'm not an, a teacher. I don't educate. I'm not an aid worker. I don't save a, you know save lives in a country. Um, I, I'm not a doctor or a nurse. I'm just a court minstrel <laughs> playing playing some fun, songs for your entertainment. And so are all the other guys in my industry too. Yeah, but it's funny, isn't it? Because that's the temptation, isn't it? That people, uh, they, they build a certain level of fame and then we assume... Kind of, uh, kind of a depth of knowledge on, on yeah. all sorts of things. Yeah, I mean, I'm fair. constantly asked as if I'm some kind of role model, and yeah. you think, God, James, no. how do they solve the crisis in the Middle East? Yeah, well, it's fairly obvious, isn't it? It's, you know, it's a two-state uh, solution is the only way ahead. Um, <laughs> and another thing, uh, yeah, I'm constantly asked about you know th- th- those kind of things, and yeah, exactly. You know, we we write things that rhyme with sky and high. <laughs> and, but there's, but yet at the same time, like we all have opinions on those type of things. And is it, is it hard to fight the temptation not to use the kind of the, the platform as a sounding board? Do you have to kind of rein yourself in and remind yourself of what you just said? Listen, my opinion is no more valid or worthy than the next person. Yeah, and I what? normally do say that. You know, I can be asked about uh, experiences in war. I was a soldier and I do have I have pretty clear views about it um, and they're moderate views uh, in that the solution is always uh, about understanding perspective on both sides and that's how we need to live in a, in a world of harmony is understand both sides of a story um, uh, and, and not be pushed into the extremities. Uh, and... Uh, uh, but yeah, you know, 
what do I think? I think I'm a musician and what I love about my job is I don't have to talk about that. Instead, I talk about the magic of music, which is that I can sing a song about my life experience and I can sing it in Israel or um, in, a, in, in uh, to the Palestinians um, or in the Ukraine, in Ukraine rather, um, or in Russia or in any kind of, uh, in any kind of country you can name. And those people, no matter what, what nationality, uh, religion, race, they still have the same human emotion as me. Mm. I see the similarities, not the differences that politicians uh, try and um, force us to, to see. Um, and and that's the magic of music. It brings people together. So uh, so that's why I can keep my perspective, my job fairly simple like that. Um, you know, kind of for a certain amount of years, had I said, you know, James Blunt is coming in today, obviously the song uh, You're Beautiful would have been the first thing that popped into people's heads and then uh, some of the other albums and everything. Uh, and it's interesting, today when I said you were coming in to people on the floor uh, here in the studio, quite a lot of people talked about it with social media. Like they're just huge fans of kind of the the Twitter James Blunt. Yeah. Um, how real is that person? Like, is that kind of a character that, you, you know, is it a kind of a skin you like to kind of wear? You can probably see it's me, you know, what I'm, <laughs> the person talking to you now. Yeah, but maybe posting. you're wearing a skin now as well, James. I'm That's wearing a Twitter skin right news. now. Um, well, I guess also what's complicated for me is that, you know, humans are multifaceted. We're not just one one label, are we? And, and so it was weird when I put out You're Beautiful. People go, oh, you're such a romantic, delicate soul. And you go, you know, hang on, why have I got just that label? I was just, I was, a you know, a, a very frightening uh, soldier at one stage, you know, as you've known from my huge, massive frame. Yes, approach. I know, thought, yes. God, this guy is intimidating. There's James Blunt's bodyguard. Where's yeah, James? Yeah, exactly. Oh my God, it's him. Um, and uh, so, you know, and so I never had that label, but, you know, then You're Beautiful. Again, and at the end of the day, that's a guy who's high as a kite stalking someone else's girlfriend on the underground and probably should have been <laughs> locked up. So, you know, what I, am I? A deep romantic or just a, an arrestable weirdo or, or, a, or, a, or a soldier? I don't know. People, humans are just, you know, we're different things. We can have lots of sides to us. Yeah, well, this week, I guess you're an author and a musician. So the book was out yesterday, but today the album is out, Who We Used To Be, uh, James Blunt. It has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for, it's a little celebration, this day of all days. <laughs> have an album out. Nice to celebrate it with you. Thank well, you. Thank you. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.